This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. Who needs a little encouragement today? I know there is something in the back of your mind that you have always wanted to do and you thought it was impossible. Today, you're going to meet somebody who can convince you it is absolutely possible. His name is Martinez Evans, and he is the founder of the Slow AF Run Club. Mm-hmm. Now, it was over 10 years ago. Martinez was then 360 pounds, and the doctor told him, lose weight or die. And Martinez says, watch me not die. Watch me, in fact, thrive. And once he got his own life and his own head in shape, he realized he could spread this message to others. And boy, does he have big plans for the future. So you should start making plans for that thing that you want to do, because you're going to find a way to do it today. Shine on the Health and Happiness Show. It's brought to you by New York Ketamine Infusions. When traditional treatments for depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders don't work, learn more about this game-changing therapy at nyketamine.com nyketamine.com We'll be right back with Shine On. If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks so much for tuning in to Shine On. So Martinez Evans has a book, and it's called The Ultimate Guide for Anyone Who Wants to Run. But this book is also great for anybody who wants to climb any kind of mountain. That personal mountain in your heart, the exercises in this book, the mental exercises in this book can help you. Martinez has been heckled. He's been yelled at. He's been ridiculed, all for being a non-traditional runner. And that's the thing we want to think about today. As Kevin Kelly of Wired told us a couple of weeks ago, don't copy someone else's success. Create your own version of what success looks like. Your success, your way. That's what we're going to learn about today. It's time to say hello to Martinez Evans. Casey, how you doing? Oh, I didn't expect the voice. I didn't expect that voice. What a beautiful voice. Hi, Martinez. How are you? I'm doing well, Casey. What about yourself? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm so, so happy to talk to you. I'm enjoying your book so much. All right, let's just start here. Take a minute, just a minute, and tell people the abbreviated version of your story. Absolutely. Ten years ago, I was working at a uh, department store on my feet, 8 to 12 hours a day in hard bottom shoes. I went to go, I developed some hip issues. I went to go see a doctor about these hip issues, and he told me, I know why you're in pain. What's that, doc? He's like, you're fat. You need to lose weight or die. 
he goes on to say, you know, all these other terrible things about me. He told me, you know, I need to start walking on this track, so on and so forth. I tell this doctor, I'm going to run a marathon. He laughs at me and tells me that's the most dumbest thing he heard in all his years of practice in medicine. Um, you know, hitting people is not generally accepted these days, so <laughs> I stormed out the doctor's office, and I bought running shoes that day, and the rest is history. I ran over eight marathons and a hundred other races, and we're here to talk about my amazing book. Yes, the amazing book is called Slow AF, and everybody can Google what AF stands for if they don't know. Uh, Run Club, Martinez Evans. What was in you that day that made you so mad you went out and bought running shoes? The fire anger, you know, Casey, I was there at this doctor's office trying to figure out what's going on with my hip. And for this doctor to tell me, oh, you need to lose weight or die. He's like, you know, you have a stomach as a pregnant woman. You need to start walking, all this other stuff. I was infuriated because, you know, I was experiencing fat phobia. Imagine trying to go to the doctor with a broken arm and, like, you're bleeding. And it's like, doc, please fit me. And it's like, you know, I'm going to get to this arm. But before you get there, let, let me talk about your weight. Yeah. So, like, I was just so frustrated with that that I was like, you know, I'm going to run a marathon. That's what came out of my head. And he laughed at me. And I was like, okay, I need to prove him wrong. I need to prove any, any and everybody wrong who has ever thought that uh, a fat person or a person of size can't do this. Right. And that's what I set out to do. Now, did you ever go back and set him straight about how you could teach him to practice medicine a little better? <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't. You know, I think that's the most uh, regretful thing I have in my life is that I didn't go back to that doctor. Um, but, you know, that was the thing is that I don't go where I'm tolerated. I go where I'm celebrated. So yeah. I wanted to find a new doctor. But in a way, he did help you out. Yeah, in a way, he got me, in a way, he helped me out. This is the reason why we're talking now. Yeah, that is. You know, you got those running shoes, and you went to the track, and how was it in the beginning? So, um, let me tell you about this. It was hellacious. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me, want me to tell you a story about my first run? Yeah. Is that okay? So, I get home, I got bought these new running shoes, I'm at the fitness center of my apartment complex. There's three treadmills. Two of them are filled up with these guys. I call them gazelles. So I get on this treadmill. So I'm inconveniently sandwiched between two dudes going nine and ten on the treadmill. Yeah. Like they're flying. I'm sizing them up, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I can at least go seven. So I put seven on the treadmill, and as soon as I put my foot on the treadmill, my life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> uh, Fifteen seconds later, I, I fell off the treadmill, and the sound my body made when I hit the ground was deafening. I was mortified. Everybody stopped and looked at me like, yo, what's going on? I grabbed everything and I got up out of there. That was my first run. Oh man, I could cry. I could cry. But, but Martinez, you went back, right? I went back. I went back. And that's the thing is letting people know that in these times, you gotta come back. You gotta go through it. You cannot let that defeat you. You know, I think about a kid riding a bike for the first time. I remember getting on the bike for the first time and I fell off the bike. And my parents was like, nope, you're going to have to ride this bike until you not fall off. And I think a lot of people have lost that feeling of, yes, I fell off or yes, I failed and I'm going to keep trying until I get there. And that's one of the things I want to encourage people to do is continue to do that hard thing until you figure it out. Page 15 changed my life. Practice delusional self-belief. Talk to us about that. 
Yes, practice delusion of self-belief. So this is a notion that you have to believe in yourself so much that everybody else around you is delusional. So the example I like to use is these modern models, a cell phone, right? There had to be somebody that was like, you know, I'm tired of walking around this house and having this core. Like, I want to be on the go and talk to somebody. And imagine somebody, their friend or whoever being like, yeah, man, that's, that's crazy. Ain't nobody going to be, ain't nobody going to do that. And I think that's the same thing with running, right? And the same thing with my journey is that I told my doctor I was going to run a marathon. And he told me, if you try to run a marathon, you don't die. So I had to believe in myself, even when my doctor, my friends, nobody else would believe in me, that I knew I could run this marathon. And I put in the work to make sure to make it happen. Talk to us, too, about self-talk. Self-talk. You know, this is one of the things that um, can, can defeat us as individuals, um, the way that we talk to ourselves. So with me, with years of therapy and, like, doing a lot of work, doing the work on myself, one of the things that I learned is that you can put a persona to your self-talk. So my inner critic, his name is Otis, and he reminds me of a drunk uncle. So, you know, I remember being younger and standing up to my drunk uncle and be like, Uncle, go sit down. You're you're acting up. And he'd be like, you're right, nephew. Let me go sit down. So, like, the same thing with Otis, my, my inner critic. You know, I have conversations with him to say, I know what you're trying to do, and I know what you, you know, what you're saying to me, but guess what? This, this is not useful for the cause, and it's not useful for what I'm trying to do. Because our minds, guess what? Our minds are meant to make sure that we don't experience discomfort. But most of the time, we have to experience discomfort to get to the other side, to get to the thing that we want. So you got to be able to talk to your inner critic and have that positive self-talk so you can continue to go when times get rough. The ultimate guide for anyone who wants to run, Slow AF Run Club, Martinez Evans. When did the therapy come into your life? Was it when you were working at the department store or after you started running? Um, After I started running, you know, one of the things that running does is that when you're out on the road at hours at a time, like your mind starts to wander. And your mind starts to um, experience um, some past traumas that you experience. And there were times where I'll be on a run just bawling, shedding tears because a thought or a memory that I experienced came up. And for me, and I was like, you know what? I really need to seek some therapy to make sure that I'm all right mentally as well. Yeah. Mindfulness, you say, is the key. What are your mindfulness activities like today? So um, one of my favorite mindfulness activities is called, like, clinch and release. So, you know, everybody can do this right now. You know, sit right where you're at, where you're listening to, and just ball your fists up as tight as possible, and then release. And then ball it again, and then release. Do that with your toes. Ball your toes up as, as tight as possible. Feel those muscles being tight. Feel how your toes feel crunched up and then release and do that again. You can do that all throughout your body, with your face, with your nose, with your mouth. And that then helps you to realize where you are here and now. And in the book, you have a lot of mindfulness practices and a lot of journaling practices. And one of the journaling practices sort of shook me up a little uh, towards the end of the book when you talk about how you can journal about what you want people to say about you at your own funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you value? What do you value in life? What do you value 
when it comes to fitness and physical activity. You know, this is an exercise that I've learned myself. You know, the thing about values is that they're unattainable. So, for example, as a value is like being a good mother. There's not one thing or two things that can make you a good mother. It's all the actions together to make you a good mother. So that's that's those are things that we value. And then you can take those values and create as many goals as possible to fall in line with that value. And then you can break it down a little bit further to say, okay, you know, what are the habits that I need to do in order to make these goals come into fruition as well? Everybody should pick up the book if you want fitness in your life, the ultimate guide for anyone who runs, wants to run slow AF. Martinez, speed still doesn't matter to you? See, no matter to me. Here's the thing, Casey. If you're not a professional athlete trying to win the race, none of this stuff matters. Here's why. Because we're all paying to participate in a parade, and we at the end of the parade, we're all getting a participation trophy. Right. So it really doesn't matter how fast you go. It doesn't matter. It don't matter how fast you're going, because when, at the, when it's all said and done, we're all getting the same medal. Yeah. We're all getting a participation medal. I want you to talk to Martinez, who used to work in the uh, department store, and I want you to tell him what's coming in his future. And I would say, hey, bro, you're about to be on a wild ride. You're going to have a lot of ups and downs, but when it's all said and done, you're going to write this piece of work that's going to change the world for the good. So keep going. Keep going. Ah, I got chills. I enjoy you. I enjoy the book. And people need to follow you. Uh, You've got a podcast. And tell us where else we can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at 300 Pounds and Running. That's the number 300. Spell out pounds and running. You can find out more about the Slow AF Run Club at slowafrunclub.com, as well as we have an app. So download the Slow AF Run Club app or your favorite iOS or Android app. And yeah, we also have a podcast on the 300 Pounds of Running Network. We have a couple of them. You have uh, the Long Run with Martinez and Latoya, and you also have the Martinez Evans Show as well. All right. What's in the future for you? What do you want to do next? Oh, man. So public speaking is another thing that's on top of my head. I would love to do a TED Talk um, sometime in the near future. And then the last thing that we're working on is um, I'm working to build a nonprofit for the Slow Fun Club. So we're launching a nonprofit arm called the Slow Your Run Club Foundation. And with that mission, the mission is to get one million people to start running in the body that they have now. So we want to give away running. We want to help people um, get into running shoes. We want to help people run, run races. And we just want to give running away for free. And that's what I plan to do with this nonprofit. And I don't think anybody's going to bet against that man. Martinez Evans, founder of the Slow AF Run Club. Get the book, The Ultimate Guide for Anyone Who Wants to Run, and find him running all over social media. We'll be back with more inspiration coming right up. Shine On the Health and Happiness Show is brought to you by New York Ketamine Infusions. When traditional treatments for depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders don't work, learn about this game-changing therapy at nyketamine.com If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusions physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. 
Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for tuning in. This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. Today we met Martinez Evans, who wrote The Ultimate Guide for Anyone Who Wants to Run, and he started the Slow AF Run Club. And I'm so grateful I met him at this moment. I needed his message, and here's why. Sometimes I think my dreams are too big. Or actually, I can put it this way. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed by how much I have. Driving home from a meeting just this week where I had to talk about what I do to a group of people from the community. And driving home, I was moved to tears. So grateful for everything I have. This podcast, Let It Shine, the women's retreats that we do. And I filled up with tears and I said, God, if you never gave me another thing, I am so grateful for all I have. So grateful. And then like my next thought is, but you know, I got all these other things I want to do too. And Martinez Evans makes me believe it's all possible. I want to share a little bit of the book with you. Chapter six. This is when Martinez went to run his first 5K. As soon as the alarm buzzed, I reached over to turn it off. I'd been awake for at least an hour, anxiously staring at the ceiling. It was race day, the day of my very first 5K. As I got up and dressed, Char, my significant other, asked how I was feeling. Playing it cool. Can't you just imagine him playing it cool? I shrugged, he writes. Deep down inside, I was nervous as hell. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if the other runners would accept me. What would happen if I was the last person to finish the race? What if I got lost? What if I ran out of water? So many questions swirled in my head. Get a hold of yourself, dude. You've done the training, and for God's sakes, you already ran three miles the day before yesterday. To see if you could do it, you pulled it off. There's nothing to worry about. I said this to myself in the mirror as I brushed my teeth over and over. He writes, When I got to Waitress Park in Connecticut where the race was being held, there were hundreds of people there ready to run. As I waited to be directed to the starting line, I noticed that I stood out like a sore thumb, a fat black man wearing a bright orange shirt and shoes to match, was getting ready to run a race in a sea of fit white people. I felt like all eyes were on me and I wasn't imagining it either. It seemed like everybody wanted to talk to me. Those are some very bright shoes, a guy said to me. Thank you, I responded. Is this your first race? Yes. Well, good luck. I smiled and nodded, nervously walking back to where I had parked my car away from everyone else. I did my warm-up there, away from the eyes and the questions. I felt out of place and out of my league. My thoughts were racing, and I was full of nervous energy. Making my way to the starting line, I went all the way to the back. I'm talking way back, passing everyone. The fast people in the front, the people in the middle of the pack, and even the people who were walking the race. I lined up behind the parents with strollers, including the ones with dogs attached to them. I was literally the very last person. I really thought I was the slowest runner out there. I really thought that a mom pushing a dual stroller with a dog attached to her hip would finish the race before me. Parentheses. I'm not saying anything about the running ability of these women. They just had a lot going on. This shows how little confidence I really had in myself at the time. I had done the training. I had run three miles two days before, and I still positioned myself as the last person in the race. My parentheses, how many times have you done that to yourself too? Put yourself in the back of the room. 
but I digress. He writes, when the gun went off, I walked slowly behind the crowd of runners, patiently waiting to cross the starting line. When I finally did, I took off like a bat out of hell. I spent the first 10 minutes or so dodging and passing the people with strollers who I had initially thought were faster than me. Then I passed the walkers. Then something odd happened. I started to pass other runners. Holy bleep, I'm really doing this running thing, I thought, grinning from ear to ear. Around the first mile marker, I got in the zone and felt unstoppable. When I got to the halfway mark, I was getting high fives from the faster runners doubling back on their way to the finish line. During my last half mile, so close to the finish line, I kicked my pace into an even higher gear. That's when I started to pass a lot of people. At first, it felt weird that I was running fast enough to pass anyone. But as I passed the fifth person, it felt great. As I approached the finish line, everyone was cheering and clapping. All I could do was smile because I had done it. I had run a 5K. It was one of the greatest feelings I had experienced in a long time. I was extremely proud of myself. I came from falling off a treadmill on my first run to finishing my first 5K. Those are the words of Martinez Evans. I want to ask you a question. How do you feel right now? How do you feel for him? How would you like to feel that for yourself? Shine on the Health and Happiness Show, brought to you by New York Ketamine Infusions. When traditional treatments for depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders don't work, learn more about this game-changing therapy at nyketamine.com. We'll be right back. If you're coping with depression and nothing has worked, New York Ketamine Infusions would like to hear from you. They're accepting new patients suffering from depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mood disorders. Ketamine works differently than traditional treatments, and they're the most experienced ketamine infusion center in the nation. New York Ketamine Infusion's physician-led team safely administers doses tailored for each patient and boasts an impressive 84% success rate. To learn more, visit nyketamine.com. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On today. Our guest was Martinez Evans. Our mission today is to choose what it is we want to do next. Ladies, we can continue this conversation at a retreat this summer. Find out more at caseysplace.com. Our thought for the day comes from inspirational speaker Les Brown, who said, I advise you to say your dream is possible and then overcome all inconveniences, ignore all the hassles, and take a running leap through the hoop, even if it's in flames. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Mm-hmm.